This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Elk Shape Podcast with me, Dan the Fitness Man Staten. This podcast is dedicated to blue-collar, hard-working public land elk hunters. We preach hard work, delayed gratification, discipline, and staying accountable to yourself. We value faith, family, fitness, fiscal discipline, and of course, public land elk hunting. So come along as we try to educate, motivate, and inspire you to become the best possible version of yourself. Our podcast is brought to you by Wilderness Athlete, performance you deserve. Fuel your body with the best. Use our discount code ELKSHAPE30 and save 30% off your first purchase. We are also brought to you by NUMA Outdoors. Geared for the outdoors, made with bow hunters in mind, built to over-deliver, and most importantly, designed to outperform. Check out numaoutdoors.com and be sure to use the discount code ELKSHAPE20 to save 20% off your purchase. Matthews Archery elevating the archery experience take a test drive with the matthews v3 31 or 27 at a local dealer near you vortex optics i've been partnered with vortex since 2010 this company is awesome they're american owned veteran owned they're based in wisconsin their entire team of designers and engineers produce and distribute a complete line of premium sport optics accessories and apparel most of the apparel that i wear while training scouting and hanging out around the house is vortex wear go ahead and check it out and if you want to save 20 percent, enter the discount code elk shape at checkout and you'll save 20 percent. new from vortex in 2021 is their tripods the one i've been using in the backcountry is their summit carbon tube and their radian carbon and it also has a ball leveling head and it's perfect for rock solid shooting there is a tripod to fit everyone's needs from Vortex now, and it's still covered with their lifetime no-fault transferable VIP warranty. Check it out at VortexOptics.com. 
Welcome to the Oakshade Podcast. Dan the Fitness Man here. What up? Today's podcast, we're sitting down with Jared Lyle, CEO, Hunting Full. He's been on here before. I've known him for over 15 years, and he is truly one of the most amazing elk hunters I've ever known. And then joining him is their marketing PR manager, Jessica Byers. She is on Instagram at follow her arrow. We're going to sit down and chit chat briefly about mm, how to get an elk tag. Um, a lot of people didn't know this, but if you're an elite member of Onyx, you get a membership to hunting full complimentary. So we go through what that entails and how to activate that. We also talk about haters because Jessica has had her fair share of hate on social media. We get to know her a little bit better at the time of this recording. I hadn't hung out with her very much, but she did come to elk shape camp in Utah. And I'm here to vouch for her as one of the most badass women I've ever met. I absolutely love her to death and have hardly know her, but I got to see her shoot her bow. She outshot all the boys. I got to see her work out. She beat several of the boys in the workout and she's like super genuine and she's the kind of girl that I would love my daughter to look up to. So without further ado, this is Jared Lyle, Jessica Byers, Dan the Fitness Man. We're recording at TAC in Texas in the Numa van. Pretty fun episode. You're going to enjoy. Okay, you guys are at TAC. Yes. You're a team. Your name is Jared Lyle. I've known you a long time. 100 years. And Jessica, I don't think I've known you for more than a year. Yeah. What's your last name? Byers. And I met you at ATA. Yeah. Not this year, but last year. Yep. Yep. And no ATA this year. Not going to lie. Kind of not mad about it. Is that (laughs) bad? No, that would have been my, this year would have been, I think, my 18th ATA or 19th. And I was not sorry to not be there. Uh, will we ever it's have one again? I, yeah. Well, and he got to go, he got to go coos deer hunting. Yes. And javelina. Yeah. So the Arizona over the counter archery stuff, I've never been able to go because I've been in the hunting industry for, mm-hmm. you know, trade show season that time of year. And this year I was like, I'm going. Yeah. You are. And by the way, Arizona coos deer changes probably in the horizon. Especially on the mule deer side. Okay. But yeah, coos deer too. Arizona runs their program where it's they basically kind of look at harvest, which this is the irony. I don't want to get off on a rabbit hole right out of the gate. Might as well. But <laughs> well, I hate states that don't have mandatory harvest reporting. Arizona oh, does God. not. Yeah, Montana, are you hearing this? Yes, Montana. You know, We've got states like Idaho, New Mexico, others who have been doing it forever, and it's, it's a great program. It gives them good data. It's proven. It's proven. And But so Arizona uses their scientific sampling data size or whatever else and makes decisions based on uh, how many – deer are being harvested etc and so they've they cut tags when too many people are too successful which i think is a great idea mm-hmm. if you have all the data um so yeah we're gonna lose uh, quite a bit of over-the-counter opportunity probably mm. i've never done that hunt i have an arizona license every year because we all do mm-hmm. like you have to to play the game and i would never gone down there i was thinking about it and then it's been looking pretty popular popular thing to do yeah it, honestly a lot of what you do dan and what we do too and a lot of other people you know we're helping people understand opportunities they can go have and when we do too much of that too many people go or or quote unquote too many people go i I don't think that can be a thing uh i just want people outside Mm -hmm. and enjoying our our natural resources on public lands and so yeah but it has become very popular yeah so jessica i like your instagram handle follow her arrow like that's uh i mean it's it's good for life like you know what I mean? It's like a 
what do they call those analogies? I think that's what they call it, but it's really figurative, literally, like, this is cool, like, follow your arrow, where are you going in life? You got connected with Hunting Full for over a year now, right? Yep, so I started working there November of 2019. I want to know, so I met Jared through Dan Evans and Trophy Taker, and back in the day, uh, I've known him ever since as one of the smartest, hardest working, and he's a really good, he's a really good hunter, but he's a really good elk hunter, too good spring bear hunter too but like jared's the real deal 100 percent. like he's a killer he's a savage um how did and he humble f- i know and that's why i'll brag about him very humble um man's right, killed- i'm out this podcast is over <laughs> this is over how did jared get you like he, he made he gave you the ultimate compliment he said like you're his best hire you work so hard your work ethic is unmatched and that's my only talent is hard work so when i heard that i'm like okay i like her already so how did you guys get connected uh, well, it's a small industry, so I've I've tried to attend as many events as I can, you know, throughout trade show season, and it's just like anything, you shake the right hand, things can happen, and so I was at SHOT Show, just walking the floor with Rihanna Carey, that works for Mountain Ops, and they stopped, um, she stopped to talk to Jared, they start, he starts rattling off all this state data, just blowing my mind, because I grew up in Texas, so it's still a lot to intake. You know, I'm just, I'm absorbing as much as I can. The guys are brilliant that I work with. And I was uh, very just, I, my, my jaw must've been on the floor. Cause you were like, Oh, and by the way, I can help you do this too. And so <laughs> I was just wrapped into that. And, um, I got home from shot show. He did exactly what he said, you know, he was going to do. We jumped on a phone call. He walked me through all the state strategies. My husband and I, um, became hunting full members, kept in touch. And, um, I mean, they were looking for a position. They needed somebody, kind of a creative role, kind of a marketing, PR, social, just a little bit of everything. And, you know, I've I've been doing that for years beforehand. So just kind of felt, you know, fell into place. Okay. Yeah. And so he scooped you up. Yeah. You were a package deal. Actually, it was the other way around. So my husband had been in um, construction for like 12 years. You know, it's all he ever knew. He's making, you know, made good money. It was It was safe. It was... Uh, dependable he's very very good at it but his passion is outdoors uh, and okay. so he had been looking for another position he his really name's Braxton mm-hmm. okay and he really really like he had been putting feelers out but um, you know how do you find a job that doesn't make you sacrifice exactly what you love you know you turn into a job and then your season's taken away from you a lot of times and he didn't want that and um, so once him and Jared talked on the phone we went through all the application strategies and stuff He's, my husband's very much a man's man. Like if you meet him and y'all click, he's going to keep in touch with you. I'm more like we may go a couple months, but we're going to pick right back up. Well, he kept in touch with Jared. They still had never met face to face because he wasn't with me. He never went to the shows with me. And um, next thing you know, we're planning an elk hunt together. And my, he, Braxton pretty much that had That was it. the interview. That was the interview. So I flew in well for an played. interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can tell anything. We didn't make a job offer about until after we hunted together. <laughs> you just got to take someone elk hunting and you'll know. Yeah. Right? And we had for so sure. much fun. Yeah. That's the thing. We laughed every single day, daylight till dark. Doesn't matter if you're getting up at 3.30 in the morning or, you know, going to bed at midnight, 1 o'clock. Yeah. Said a lot about that. We had so much fun. It was a great time. So, but then we got, when we got off of that hunt, we didn't hear anything for a couple weeks. And we're like, I don't know. Maybe we didn't make a good impression. I don't know. (laughs) And then. Nice. And and now that I work at Hunting Full, I get it. You know, you, f- you figure out how, how many hats every single individual in the office wears. You know, there's 
people are they have their fingers and toes and everything and jared swamped daylight to dark every day i mean he's in a good way i love it he loves what he does but yeah. it's just yeah he works jared his showed butt me off. his phone today he's like because i sent you a text a while ago and i actually know that about you yeah i know not no, to we're cool about yeah. that together <laughs> whatever which I appreciate. I, but he's got a system in place where like if he doesn't open your text he he won't forget your text right. and so you just have to wait wait him out you know <laughs> sit on water which with mr lyle and uh we got to talk to iPhone companies, right? Yes, like, they need to fix that. <laughs> like, what is so that? You can manage it. It's, it's, it's all I want to do is be able to mark it unread again. Read it unread. That way it doesn't just sit there when or I flag know it. I, yeah, flag it, manage it. Yeah. I bet there's a way. We just don't know. But Probably. for the guys listening, like Jared and I have the same system. If we don't respond to your text, it stays with that little blue dot. Yep. And then we know we got some things to respond to. If you touch it, open it up. It will get lost. You will get slipped through the cracks, and then you'll think that we're jerks. Yeah, because I'll <laughs> open it, and I'll be in the process. I'll get, like, four sentences into responding because I'm wordy. Right, Jessica? I'm an over-communicator. <laughs> You're you wordy. About? Yeah. I'll get, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get, like, four sentences in or two words in, and then a phone call comes through because it's a pretty busy phone. Mm -hmm. And I pick that up, and then it's gone. Like, And then I'm out of service because I live in the West. And, yeah, it's a vicious cycle. Uh, so. so you hired this young lady. Yes. Um, did you – did you know that you were going to hire this chick that she's, you know, fairly newish to bow hunting, but kind of a killer? And did you know that she was going to bring some heat with her? Like, you you got some haters, girl. Like, straight up. <laughs> he knew because I told him in my interview. She did. did yeah, you? she was I very, was very open. She's like, hey, you're going to catch some, some crap over this. Here's what's going on or whatever, which I'm kind of – like, I'm a consumer of social media, but I'm not a creator very – very good like i just you know I, I enjoy watching and keeping track of the hunting industry and things like that um so i didn't know that and didn't really care i didn't hire her because of follow her arrow i hired her because of who she was like who she was and what she did and what she created the creativity behind it um so i didn't really care what was there but she warned me she mm -hmm. gave me plenty of fair warning and so, I was right. <laughs> so what is but. the deal? Like, uh, why are you disliked? And not that you give a shit or should, because I certainly, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't like me for whatever reason, and they don't even know me, right? Yeah. And I will lose zero sleep over it, because it just doesn't affect me, I'm, you know? Right. But it could, right? It could affect you at some point. What What's their beef? Uh, I think a lot of it's being from Texas, and just the way that I was introduced to hunting, it, it goes into the whole high fence, low fence, no fence you know, BS. They don't like that. You know, growing up, my dad had had access to a uh, 4,700 acres of. It wasn't even actually completely high fence, but uh, most of it was. That's how I learned how to hunt. Most mm -hmm. of, like a lot of you know, what I learned about hunting, the way animals, um, th their behavior, their their mannerisms, how they interact with each other, what they feed on, where they bed. You know, I I absorbed all this information in the outdoors and, and didn't even know there was another world of like. That, that judged such a thing right mm -hmm. um and i'm just not ashamed of it right like i learned so much of what i know on a property that had a fence yeah and you know what i'd do it all over again <laughs> like <laughs> that's the that's the issue so i didn't i didn't even know that. okay wow so like at the i was telling you jared at the last camp in colorado i think 21 out of 31 had never killed anything with a bow and they're at an oak shape camp 
And I'm here to tell them uh, the first thing you kill probably won't be an, an elk, a bull right. elk. Right. Just that's, here a, to, that's a pretty long, that's a full sin. Pretty lofty. Yeah, to um, make that number one. So this cat stands up in front of the whole camp. His name's JT. He's from Texas. He's been to one of my camps before. He came up just to help and cook food. That was it. And he's like, y'all need to, hey, sorry to interrupt, but y'all need to come down to Texas Go to a high fence ranch and kill some shit. You need to get some arrows blood. Like, and I'm like, I I couldn't agree more. Like, I don't care where you do it, but you need reps in the red zone before you just try to go kill a, a you know a slobbering bull yeah. out west. It's it a would great help. way to say it. Reps in the red zone. I like that. I yeah. Literally the red Hashtag. zone. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to remember that. But <laughs> isn't that what it is? Hundred percent. And yeah. I still suck at your style of like I say your, but the Texas style of. If I, even in a high fence, I would still probably get a high heart rate higher than normal seeing an animal, specifically a whitetail buck, coming in. Maybe I'm at a feeder or yep. maybe I'm in a low fence. Yep. But just seeing it, anticipation. You think I, too much. I, I lose my shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. And I that's why we hunt, though, too, right? I mean, uh-huh. it's that very thing that I want. Oh, tell of. your doe story real quick, because <laughs> it's literally He's made me feel so much better. <laughs> this is my most impressive moment as a bow hunter. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it didn't happen that long ago. It's probably 10 years ago now, but I've been bow hunting for 25 years or more by that time. And, you know, I had had a fair amount of success as bow hunters go. And, and yeah, I had a B tag, a, an extra doe tag in my pocket all season long. I'd passed probably 50 to 100 does, watched them walk under the stand. And no big deal. And then finally, it's like two days left of the season. I'm thinking, you know what? It's probably time to fill that doe tag. And all of a sudden, I hear crunch, crunch, crunch coming behind me in the leaves. You know, I turn around, there's a doe. I'm like, okay, I'm going to shoot that one. And then just went to just a puddle of goo. Just nerves, <laughs> shaking, raspy breath. I'm like, And you're, you're, like, you're having the talk with yourself. You're like, hey, get it together. You know, it's just a doe. It's going to be okay. But, I mean, that's why I love it. Right? Uh, that makes me feel better. I like I like being surprised by it for one, and then like I guess the goal is to try to manage that just enough so that you don't kill the excitement that comes with it, but also that it doesn't destroy your opportunity, and that's a tough balance for a bow hunter. So not to get us like into that rabbit hole. Mm, no, but I've seen a lot of these um, on social media. A lot of these pages coming up forming. There's probably one new one a week where it's just, um, you know kind of a place to where they can quote hold hunters accountable per se but it's really you attract more bees with honey if you have a positive message in my opinion and there's a guy on here i like that too Mm -hmm. man i need to write down his one-liners you got i got a lot (laughs) this guy named i don't know his name copper plated sixes has an account and i'm gonna give him a free plug because he's always messaged me he's never put me on his page as a blast but i've gotten to like know him and he's actually a pretty like thoughtful conservation is like pretty good intentions every once in a while he'll put stuff that i probably would not give a like to be honest (laughs) but uh uh, there's several others out there um we were talking about this earlier jared i want i want your dissertation and who better to have jessica here to kind of help back this up like what good are we doing if we just try to find ways to cut each other down when how many hunters are in the u.s 13 million and how many people are in the u.s uh 300 million i don't know what the number is 330 plus so that denominator kind of screws any argument of like oh hunting's growing by the way fact checkers uh if i'm wrong on that my bad but i think we're close (laughs) i think we're in the ballpark friends is the bottom line that denominator we're screwed like there's just way too many people that don't hunt right so cool hunting's growing but not really I mean, right. It does grow like par- overall participation does, but our ratio as a percentage of the population is shrinking. Yeah, it's rough. Facts. Yep. So what good is it to help them see us, you know, infighting over if you hunt high fence, 
or low fence or if you're or i hunt trad bow but i hunt compound or i hunt short range gun or muzzleloader shotgun or i hunt long range gun etc it's rough like we're not helping each other at all and that's one thing i've always appreciated about you and your platform not trying to sound like i'm sucking up since i'm in the the dark van with no windows <laughs> <laughs> we're in a numa van it's kind of nice lighting but yeah, i bad. did lure you with what'd you say puppies, puppies and candy chocolate. got a box of chloroform <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, but no, we, we just do such a poor job at getting in these little kind of matches. And, and part of it is, you know, hunting is somewhat ego driven, right? Like, I think we all desire success and with success or the attempt to chase success, we have ego involved. Um, and so then the temptation is, is to kind of create like a personal record on a Tuesday afternoon. Like I do mine a little bit better than you because I did it this way or whatever else. And instead it's just like, Hey, we're all conservationists. Let's, let's row out of the same boat would be a huge, huge, important step as we move into, I mean, we've seen legislation coming in left and right, not only from people who are hunters, like senators and, and, uh, Congress people who are legis or I mean, who are hunters, but let alone those who aren't. I mean, mm -hmm. we're under attack every single year. Mm -hmm. It's insane. This was the worst year I've ever seen of stuff. Same. And I was like, well, maybe it's, this has been going on, but I haven't been following. No, we've been, you know, we, it's part of our job to stay in tune with it. And it is the worst year I've ever seen of bad legislation toward the adventuresome hunter who wants to go out and experience our public lands and public resource in non-resident environments. Mm. So you guys are both Utah transplants currently, right? Mm -hmm. Texas, we'll say Montana for lack of a better term, or Idaho, or Alaska, <laughs> or <laughs> all of the above. But yeah, Montana the last 16 years before I moved down there. So I I did a podcast with, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Sportsman's Alliance. And uh, it was a great, we had a conversation about Utah because I heard, um, I think it was one of these traditional Instagram accounts, but they were really pumping out like the anti trail cameras in Utah and the anti baiting and that it's not real hunting. And I think me a couple years ago or 10 years ago would have maybe been like, yeah, that is like, that's weak. That's weak hunting. But me now is like, Hey, that's hunting. Uh, Isn't it ironic though? Dan, I love that, this. That, yes. I, I love this too. so much. Isn't it ironic, though, that as you've become a much better hunter, a more successful hunter, that you're more tolerant, not less? Like, yes, there's there's hmm. iron there's irony in that that I think shouldn't be lost on people that I think all too often the people who are the most critical of the way other people hunt just aren't getting it done. And mm. so then it's easy to that's like the number one thing they turn to. Well, you just made a lot of people mad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just but there's reality to that, what you're saying. And I just didn't think it was a big deal to. To clown on trail cameras, I once never helped me kill anything no. ever. Like, and then I bait for I'm deer. I'm too motion. disorganized to be a trail camera guy. I get them. I would lose them all, wouldn't I, Jess? Yeah, or you put them out. <laughs> I put them out, and I'll never go pick them up. That's right. I'd That's be littering. It'd be the equivalent of littering. I'm for me. littering currently. I have several I need to go get, yeah. but I can't wait to get them. Yeah, Christmas. But what are we doing with the whole like the baiting thing? Like just taking little things away kind of scares me. And you guys are in Utah. So what's the vibe in Utah? Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, did that pass? I think it's a split thing right now. Oh, it, it well, did. It, it did pass. But I think it's a split opinion as far as, you know, and, and whether they're mad. And it was split or in terms of what passed, too. So okay. the baiting so ban went through. But trail cameras were kind of kicked back into the wildlife legislator or the wildlife commission hands. Um, so you cannot bait in Utah anymore. On public land. 
I believe that you can still bait on private. Okay. Um, and there was a lot of controversy about that because Utah has a lot of big CWMUs mm -hmm. and other big private land pieces that are managed for hunting yep. that still can utilize said resource. Um, now, it, it the, there were so many iterations to that, th to the entire process that do, do not quote me 100% on this, but I'm pretty positive that's where it wound up is that no baiting, including salt. Whereas before, you know, at least mineral was still on the table. So nothing on public land. Private land still okay because basically it's your land. You can't tell you what you do. Right. And then trail cameras are back onto the, we'll let the state agency handle that. That okay. sounds right because I should draw, I should draw my mule deer tag this year, mm -hmm. and I'm pr I knew that I couldn't bait for a fact. Yep. I kind of would like to if I hunted Utah. Yep. I would. I would like to have the option. A hundred percent, I would, mm -hmm. and then not feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the hard part is, right, so we, we get these ethical compasses. This was a great, so we had a conversation, Austin and I hopped on a, a, a Hunt and Fool podcast with a couple of the Game and Fish commissioners from Arizona, because they also ban trail cameras for the use of pursuit of an animal on that given year, right? Okay. So, you can still run a trail camera, but not during a hunt, or not for the purpose of... God, that seems vague. Oh, that it's seems so vague. So and gray. I hate vague laws. Yep. But I did find it interesting. I appreciated one of their answers, because I kind of put them in a corner, and I was like, hey, listen, would you agree that it's different from region to region? Because one of their big things was an ethics issue. Like, is it ethical? It's not ethical, was where they were coming at from the Arizona Commission. And they said, no, we agree that ethics change with environments. And I thought that was big for them to say because I agree with that. So you talk, start talking about southern Utah, flat pinion juniper habitat, no place to get up and see. It's not like Colorado at 12,000 feet, glassing across a basin and putting a stock on a deer. It's like literally PJ habitat for miles and just flat. And, you know, maybe if you're a really good stealthy hunter, you can get on a deer track and follow it for six days and kill a deer with your bow. But I think the problem we have is we get in our own little tiny space geographically and mentally and we start throwing accusations out well like this is how i do it and we don't even realize it's like not traveling the world it's like not seeing other cultures or whatever else so i think from a hunting point of view we have to be a little bit more open-minded okay that that i mean and why do we need to do that because there's less of us yes and we're we kind of like hunting we want i want my sons and son to hunt right yep i've hammered on this podcast like we're probably a lot better off, more united and divided. So what do you do for the guys that are like, well, I got to hold some of those behaviors, quote, douchey or whatever the words kids use these days. You know what I mean? Like, what do you say to their argument of like, we're the police. We're going to help police some of the insta-famous people, some of the pro staffers, some of the people that put out obnoxious content. What, what's your argument to that? You're talking kind of about like the people that – pick on somebody like Jessica, for example? A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that might be a better question for you to answer, Jess. Like, um, you you know, I, well, haven't, I haven't had it other than being a bald white guy with a pot belly. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get picked on a lot. So I go back to the same, like, so when you, when you shift perspectives and you quit making it about you and how, and like, what you're doing in the field and how you're representing, like think about wildlife, think about hunting, think about what is our, what is our big goal here? It's to continue it. Right. And when I walk up to a counter like in Texas and I go buy my license, I can be standing next to somebody who's going to go hunt low fence. I can go stand next to somebody who's going to hunt spot and stock. I can go stand next to somebody who's going to hunt in a 
not that I've ever done this, but a 500 acre high fence, it doesn't matter. Our money is all the same. We are all putting our eggs into the same basket for good reason, for a lot bigger reason than our own success, mm -hmm. right? I think when you have that perspective, we all win. But how do you get that through to people? And I'm not saying that there's no lines, but like, I think, you know, how do you how do you hold them accountable and help them see what they're doing? I, I guess you just set an example of what you do wish thing you know you do wish for it to be like. You know that's why I just keep telling myself I can fight back. I can keep I can keep pushing back, but I'm only fueling that fire to you know Certainly. to do that. I, and you asked earlier. Yeah, you know, I, I probably didn't even answer that that question correctly when you asked what do they hate about me most. They hate my transparency. They hate that I talk about when I miss or. If I wound something and I show emotion, um, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Jared and I talked about this earlier. Uh, he, we had a presentation to our team at, at the office yesterday, and he was showing how, in contrast, how different him and, and my other boss are, Austin. Austin's very much like a hoop and holler, like, heck yeah, I just filled a tag, and Jared tends to have a, you know, a moment. I'm very are much you calling me out on the podcast here? Well, you're, you, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, yeah, I get a I little am. teary. Awesome. Um, I like yeah, that. I do. And, I get emotional. And um, over the years, like, I don't want to say it's because I'm a woman, right? Because there's not all women are, are super, super sensitive. I'm a sensitive person. Mm -hmm. Like, and and I think uh, my sensitivity is an, is just an expression. Like, when I cry, it's not because I'm, I'm not bawling because I killed something, right? right? Like, it's it's just, I'm just express, expressing something. Um, whether I'm, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm happy, I, cry, I just cry. I'm mm -hmm. just that kind of person. Um they hate that about me too. And I think that's so strange to start getting down to such detail of how someone is supposed to experience a moment for themselves. Yeah. Um, and it makes you shift. Like you're like, man, what am I doing wrong here? Like, am I representing hunting in a bad way? I, I, this isn't my intention. I want the kids to feel like to experience this, to feel motivated by this, to pass this, this on. Um, and so, you know, when I look at other pages, maybe they do things different than I do. I have to ask myself, and I'm not talking about the hate pages. I'm talking about just people who truly have an influence. It may not be my cup of tea, but I can see the benefit that they have for their crowd and their audience. And for that reason, they're on my team. You know, so I try to I try to look at it like that. Mm -hmm. That's a mic drop right there. I think that was well stated, honestly. Um, yeah, period. The, the other thing that I think about a lot, too, is like until you share a campfire with somebody, or Thanksgiving dinner, or whatever else, you don't know who they are. Like, we have this problem right now politically in our country. Like, across the board, we believe things about people that probably aren't true because we're told things and whatever else. And I think on when it comes to social pages, digital channels, we run the same risk. And you get one person that's saying one message, but until I've shared a campfire with Dan Staten or Jessica or anybody else, I really don't know who they are at all. I don't know how they hunt. I don't know what their moral compass is. I don't know what their ethics are. I don't know what their work ethic is. So I just think that if we would more often, like to those people, say, all right, until I've shared a campfire with Dan Staten, I don't think I have a real grounds to go out there and throw stones at him. Um, and I happen to know for a fact that it it's, it'd be a fun campfire. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the uh, maybe it's the algorithm trap where – you think you know what's going on, but your algorithms, it's man, th chamber. they're pretty biased. Yes. You know what I mean? Step away from the phone. Yep. And go go talk to somebody face-to-face. -face. I've never hung out with you, Jessica. I'd share a camp with you. You seem just like you want to go out and chase adventure 
and shoot stuff with your bow. That's that's the same as me. Isn't Jeez. it fascinating too how often you think that you like you got somebody dialed in yeah, by what you see? And you miss it by a mile. And and it goes both ways. I've been very very impressed with people through a screen and then met them and be like, man, I'm disappointed. Um, and it takes a lot to disappoint me because I love all people. Mm. I think, I mean, all different cultures, lifestyles. I mean, look at your husband. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> clearly you're tolerant. <laughs> He's going to listen uh, to this. Shout out to Braxton. And, <laughs> and then I've, I've been on the other end where I'm like, you know, man, you need to, you need to slow your roll a little bit. And how you, like you jumped to, like talking to myself, I, I was to, I jumped to conclusions about how I thought somebody was. And I'm, I end up being just not mesmerized but like i can be very um uh inspired by someone when i finally do have that moment in person with them so i think we could all probably stand to check ourselves from time to time oh for sure okay so let's do a little hunt and full chit chat guys so you guys both jared your ceo your marketing director marketing pr manager yeah pr manager uh pretty cool news that you guys teamed up with onyx so uh i'm back with onyx thank god i mean i really love onyx always have the elite membership comes with the top rut and the hunting fold deal. So break that down. For those that don't know, when you want to have access to all 50 states with OnX, you just sign up for the elite membership and bada boom, bada bing, you're good to go. And I think more people are used to hunting several states now. Yep. Instead of doing the old, I need an Idaho chip in my GPS. Remember yes, those days? Nope. Yes. Some people don't even know what I'm talking about. I remember <laughs> very well. Okay. So now I get access to top rut, which I wish... Not everybody knew about that now because I love Top Rut. Yeah. Uh, and now they got access to Hunt and Fold. We need to tell them what that includes. Yeah, so it's a it's actually our digital membership. So, you know, Hunt and Fool kind of is a, the I guess from a recognition point of view, it's usually like, oh, it's the Hunt and Fool magazine, right? Well, it includes that, but online only. So it's a digital format. You get all 1,500-plus pages of content that we produce every single year. includes 20 states of research broken down by unit descriptions, trophy potential, draw odds, harvest statistics, you name it. Plus, and, and we're basically kind of a bifurcated publication now. We're six months out of the year. We talk about the things you kind of need to plan long-term for and strive for and, and you know, apply for. And then the other six months out of the year, we really focus on opportunity hunts. Like, you can do this. If you're smart, you can do this every single year. And by smart, I mean like planning smart, mm -hmm. not IQ smart. Oh, thank um, God. Yeah, th yeah same. <laughs> That's why I want to qualify that. But no, if you plan, you can you can hunt this kind of stuff every year by rotating either like a low point strategy and drawing tags or trying to harvest or going to over-the-counter hunt. So you get that. You get our 3D mapping platform, which is an awesome e-scouting tool. It's got all of our hunt data built into it in filter format so you can – you know, if you want to chase a 300-inch bull and you want to hunt in Idaho and you want to do archery only or whatever else, you can select all these filters. And then we'll tell you, 26 years we've been doing this, 25 plus, um, we'll return all of the units across all of the states and units that we recommend that this unit actually fulfills those needs, you know, or those filters. And then, of course, we've got the draw odds. And we work with Top Red as well on those. Um, and then we also have the member draw list. And this is a really good Oh, resource. tell me. So this is like a community yeah. benefit. Yeah. So, perk. you know, for 20-plus years, we've been hunting full members, draw a good tag. They call, They reach out. They say, hey, I drew this tag. Can you send me the other people that drew the tag? By doing so, they opt in as a future referral, right? And so when you draw that coveted tag, we have 26,000-plus names in that database right now. Probably uh, more now. It goes, it's it goes, been going it, up fast. It, yeah, it climbs daily. That's not fair. 
That's it, pretty cool. It's a great resource, though, right? Yeah. And and honestly, you know, we're I'm pretty candid about what it's good for and what it's not. Like if if I'm going to ask you a question about an over-the-counter hunt that you're hunting every year, you're probably not going to tell me anything. That's and correct. I don't blame you. That's correct. Um, Especially w- you, Lyle. <laughs> yeah, nor would I. <laughs> Savage. But <laughs> but when we're talking about units that take years, decades, maybe yeah. once in a lifetime, that resource is so valuable because so many of our members. Heck, we've got lifetime hunting buddies that have been created in that list because they they mm-hmm. contact each other over the phone and pretty soon they're chit-chatting. It's like, hey, I'll actually join you down there, and I'll help you scout. We'll camp together and that kind of stuff. So that member draw database is part of that digital membership as well. So And then the catch, uh, I don't know if you said this or not, but once you, um, once you request that list for referrals, you are automatically – saying that you volunteer to be on it yep. so you can that's pa- right you can, you can pay you it reciprocate yep. that's yeah. pretty cool in. that's really neat uh so i have reps with go hunt although i did not renew my membership uh a few months ago and then and i, I was an early adopter so i felt like it was pretty cool um and it still is super clean they do a good job good people whatever um and i don't have a dog in the fight so and then I started using Eastman's Tag Hub recently, and it's pretty good. I get a little confused, to be honest with them, and I've told them that, but they're, I think they're still evolving. Uh, but then now you guys have your online. So I'm looking for the ultimate way to e-scout right after elk season when I see other areas and I want to, like, pull them up on the maps. Uh, and then I'm, I'm always scheming mm-hmm. for the next elk tag. Mm-hmm. I spend 90% of my time worrying about getting an elk tag. 100%. Uh, so I'm looking for e-scouting tips, tactics, draw odds, all that stuff. You're saying your platform, like, what's it look like? How do you, like, give me a test drive if you can, like through the, through the mic. Okay. Well, let's say. And we're going to interrupt this podcast for a quick little message from Black Rifle Coffee Company. These guys make amazing coffee here in the u.s and they're veteran known and they're proudly american and unapologetic i appreciate that if you guys are interested in joining their coffee club or picking up maybe some swag ready to drinks or check out that new flying elk roast flavor use the discount code elk shape and that'll save you 15 percent also kafaru international this is the backpack of choice for elk hunters i use the hoodlum or the 44 mag you guys need to check out Kufaro International if you are serious about packing out large loads of perfect protein off the mountain. Head over to kufaro.net to learn more. We're also brought to you by Onyx Hunt, the number one hunting GPS app. I've pretty much gone away from using an old school GPS. Obviously, I still carry like an inReach, but all my hunting maps are stored and executed with the Onyx. This is the fastest downloading offline maps out there as well as the most resilient bulletproof not going to crash on you when you need it most i run tracking most days while elk hunting and i found onyx to be the most reliable hunting gps app out there check it out today and finally baku e-bikes these are e-bikes made for hunters by hunters this is a game changer for elk hunting as well as bear hunting checking your tree stand trail cams getting in and out quietly. I rock the mule. Use the discount code ELKSHAPE to knock $300 off your purchase. And if you do that, you might as well just go ahead and apply that discount towards a folding cargo trailer so you can put your elk quarters and haul them out back to the truck.
Let's say you jump into the filter system. You know that you want to hunt an elk and you want to hunt it with a bow or whatever else. You drop all these filters in and then, of course, you get all these unit results like we talked about earlier. Then you can click on each one of those or in table format and it's going to tell you about the unit description. It's going to talk about terrain, habitat, uh, all the harvest statistics, all that kind of stuff. And that gives you sort of, that's your starting point. Like, okay, overview. I'm, yeah, so I'm interested in that. And then, of course, you can use the draw odds to analyze how hard is it to get this tag. Is it over the counter? Is it a one to five point unit? Is it a, you know, a lifetime goal to dr eventually draw this? And then as you dive into that unit, as you kind of plan those hunts, then, of course, you're dropping in waypoints and you're marking glassing points and saddles. And um, it's got road and it's got uh, all the public land overlays. It's got... Um, uh, wilderness overlays, roadless areas, all that kind of stuff. You, you use all these different layers. Uh, we can adjust the opacity on them, which I think is super oh, important. Oh, very so nice. you can nice. see through it. You yeah. know, I hate it when you turn on National Forest, then all of a sudden it's just this green square. Dude, Onyx, are you listening? I'm going to give them that. I'm going to tell them about <laughs> opacity. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, we do play nice with Onyx. Yes, so you do. Thing. Yes, we love yeah. them. But I hate that when it's like, or the wilderness. Yes. Like you put the wilderness, everything's and purple it's, and black. And it's all those angles across it. Yeah, no, you can turn the opacity up and down on every one of our layers you can select your wildfires for example by year instead of just having all wildfires because yeah. a 20 year old wildfire isn't the same as a two-year-old wildfire facts so you can change all that we have all those layers and then like i said you drop in your waypoints and you start making basically your e-scouting plan right at the yes. end of the day and um, then the great news is again we do play nice with onyx when you're all said and done you can export all of your waypoints out of the hunting full map straight into your onyx account it's like a three-click process super intuitive mm -hmm. uh, plus all your waypoints are stored on the cloud for your hunt and fool membership so um if you and i are both hunt and fool members and we're planning to hunt together and you're in pennsylvania and i'm in louisiana i can simply type in i can share the entire oh it's also organized by folders which is really sweet it's not just a laundry list of thousands of waypoints Dude, i like organization a little type a yeah here. so you can be like okay i'm gonna do unit 51 Idaho elk or whatever, and you name it that, and all the waypoints are in that, and then I can share that entire folder with you just by typing in your username, and then you have them all show up on your map next time you log in. Now, how do so I access? So we're planning a hunt together, right? Okay. So that's what we're doing? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are we going? Um... You buying us both landowner tags, too? First after me. LO tags, yeah. <laughs> I would love to. Um, okay, so what about, like, people ask me about e-scouting all the time, and Google Earth will lie to you. Like, if you don't do the tilt exaggeration, which some people listening don't know what that is yet, yep. it will lie to you. What Can you tilt your maps up at all? You can't. So, Google Earth, you're talking about terrain exaggeration. Yes. Ours does not have that, which I always joke. Like, if you're going to go in, turn the terrain exaggeration up to three, and it'll look like the Alps. That's what it's going to feel like when you're actually in there. <laughs> That's, like, <laughs> the best tip. If you didn't pick that up right now, that is it. Yeah. Yeah, but ours does not have a terrain exaggeration, but it does have topographical overlays that you can dump on top of it. And again, they're on opacities, okay. so you can turn those up and down, and you can see those topo lines. And when they're touching, it's steep. Yep. Right. Okay. That's what it Good. comes down to. So yeah, it's got. We have four different topographical overlays that you can put on there. The original USGS, which shows a lot of roads and trails that the modern versions do not. I think a lot of that was sort of a decision. They're trying to, like, phase out old roads and the kind of stuff we hunt spring bears on and things like that. They don't want those showing up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so you've got different – and those also show a lot of springs and, like, dirt tanks, like in states like New Mexico and things like that. So what I do when I'm e-scouting, I'll turn on, like, those topo layers – because you're zooming in and you're looking at all this terrain, right? You can't always see those little tiny dirt tanks in the canyons or whatever. 
but they'll actually be marked on the topo map. So you turn the opacity down, you can see the little tank, and then you zoom in and mark it on the map. It's a super f effective tool for improving your e-scouting game. Springs, dirt tanks, uh, little old roads that aren't on current maps at all. Um, so we've got multiple generations of topo overlays too. So, so a lot of guys are already elite members, so they have access to this right now. Correct. They just don't know it. Yeah. It, there is a little sign-up process. We don't yep. take any money. It's it's free. It's included with your elite. But you'll click a you'll click the link. You'll land on a landing page. You got to fill out some membership data for us too. We need that so that you can log back into your account and have this exclusive access. But it's a really painless process. Very cool, Jessica. Where are you hunting this year? Like spring? Do you have a spring bear, spring turkey? Like you're here with me at TAC right now. But where are you going next? I was gonna go to Ohio for a turkey hunt. I had to cancel that because. Um, I just had too many events pop up. Just I have TAC going on. I've got uh, over Memorial Day weekend, I'm planning to go to Montana and go on a horseback bear hunt with uh, Rihanna and Amanda Caldwell. So that'll be fun. Um, Rihanna's the mountain ops girl uh -huh. who looks very fit. Yeah. Uh, kills big bulls. Lo and then we'll every year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've noticed, Rihanna, if you're listening, <laughs> I've seen your big bulls. They're, she's killed some really cool bulls. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's a killer. What's the other girl's name? Amanda Caldwell. Why do I not? She's, she's a realtor. Killed some, she's some killed some bulls. nice, yeah. yeah, big bulls. She's big into horses. Yep. A lot of her stuff is like Western. She helped develop the Sitka women's line. She was one oh, of the very cool. partners when they were developing that. Is that fair to say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. a good squad you're going with. Yeah. So that are you guys filming now? Or? Um, we're not. Well, no. Aside from you know stories and cell phone stuff, no. However, I think. I think Onyx might be sending a photographer. That's about the extent of our capturing yeah. it. Okay, that yeah. would be cool. So you're doing a – and have you hunted Montana bear before? I have not. Okay. I've only – I usually go to Alberta every year, um, and then COVID hit. So that was kind of my yearly thing is go, you know, spring bear hunting in Alberta. I love bear camp. Um, yeah. It's it's just there's so much downtime. It's quality time around the campfire. Yep. Um, different type of hunt, and I, I've always enjoyed it. But, yeah, I've never bear hunted outside of that. So, mm. Mr. Lyle, you going back to your roots? I don't know. I think so. Um, it looks like I, I might go with Isaiah. You know, he's only got one eye, so he needs all the help he can get. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can. Uh, he's actually really good he's with that eye. He's got a super eye. It's like a mecha eye. <laughs> it's pretty uh, impressive. That dude's a killer, man. <laughs> he, he is. We actually need him slightly handicapped if there is such a thing. That's he's <laughs> too good. That is fair. Yeah. And his brother. Yep. They're, they're, they're good. Yeah, both of his brothers. He's got two brothers, and they're both both very good hunters and great outdoorsmen. So, yeah, I might go with Isaiah. Um, we were going to fly into the Frank Church, but um, I keep getting too busy. So I'm probably the bottleneck there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, I kept you guys long enough. Lunchtime. Are you guys shooting the course today? I think I'm just going to shoot this over here. These I actually – my bow's not even completely sighted in, so that's a no. <laughs> well, there's still some great shots to be yeah, made right no, here. I have six nice broadheads and no field tips. I don't know how they – I don't know if they frown on that when you Doubt start Doubt it. <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> but I'm probably going to go buy a half a dozen arrows. i got to shoot while we're here. It's too awesome not to. Mm, okay. Well, um, hunting full. You guys are on Instagram. You have your own podcast. You have your own YouTube. You have membership drives. There's raffle opportunities to get – oh, and then vetted outfitters. Uh, what don't you do versus what do you do? Well, honestly, our mission to really make it simple is we try to help our members go on more hunts with better information. It's that simple. Like, and that includes all of the above, right? It's outfitters for the guys that want to go outfitted. It's DIY information, which the majority of our audience is. It's data. It's assistance. It's consultations. 
Can um, I say what we're launching? Is that fair? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, yes. Well, whenever he says. I can't have her on the podcast anymore. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, How soon is can. this going live? You no, no, no. It, you can. I okay. think it's cool. Not when for you, a couple well, weeks. When you ask, what do we not have? Um, you know, our team is made up, I think, with the, the core of our team are the hunt advisors. That's what people want to, they, they want to talk to them. They want to be able to call in and plan these hunts and strategize. These guys may suggest product to them. And, you know, the, you should probably have this on a hunt or this on this hunt. And they're well-versed all across the U.S. on these, you know, different trips. We do that, and then it sends them – what does that do? It sends them away from our website. So it only made sense to launch our own e-commerce store. So that's coming. I'm going to be conservative. conservative. Okay, that's what Let's I was going to say. We're on the same June. page. Yeah. Let's say June. Uh, you'll be able to shop right on our store. Um, there's incentives, you know, point system for being a member and shopping with us. So. And a lot of that too, like, you know, everybody's got a store, right? At the end of the day, like everybody it's easy does. to sell gear. Um, but like, there's a lot of the crossover stuff that solves real problems. I mean, I know that you're into a lot of those things, whether it be trekking poles or, you know, um, a lot of the gear that's evolved recently has come about as a result of looking across and being like, oh, mountaineering and all these other like highly technical ad and technically advanced fabrics and gear and whatever else. And so I, I think what we're more excited about is like helping people solve those little problems in camp. You know, everybody can sell boots and all that kind of stuff, but just, I don't know, technically oriented stuff like, hey, this is a game changer in the field, nutritionally, um, comfort, that kind of stuff. Well, what I love too is all the guys, they like to use, we're all different people, right? Everybody uses different things. There's not one thing we use across the board. Right. So you can look into, you know, what is Garth using on that hunt? What is Isaiah using on that hunt? You're getting a lot of different opinions from all very successful hunters. So The cool thing about Hunting Full is that you actually kick everybody out. Like they have a required, like I know this from talking to you before, like they have a requirement to hunt new places each year over the counter. Right. That, how bad is, like, that's awesome. Like, I want that job. Like, that's a cool <laughs> job. Like, if I, if Elk Shape. are worst jobs, right? I'm coming to work for y'all. Because right. I do think that's cool. T and I should, I need a direct response where I can send people to you guys. Because I have so many people asking me on uh, direct messages about, I drew this, I drew that. Right. They, they need someone to talk to. They're overwhelmed. Yep. And you guys get to help them. But where I was going with all that is, like, everybody's gear list is different yep. and that you guys have so many different guys, so many different personalities and gals, apparently how many gals work there? A lot. Uh, the, the majority, probably 67% of my staff. Yeah. It's female. And then, okay. So that's, everyone's got a narrative. They're a lot nicer and more stable than the male staff. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I say that? Yes, you can. <laughs> but these are also, you know, these are vetted people. I'm is mostly what I'm saying. talking about Isaiah. Let's be honest. Yeah. A yeah. Whiner. Oh, man, he's going to hear this, too. Yeah. Oh, I hope he does, because that was probably the nicest thing I've ever said about him, was how good his eye was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he and I have a love-hate relationship. And that's great. <laughs> you need that. So e-commerce makes sense. A point system, carrying different brands. You've yeah. been wearing Kuyu forever, looking into branch into other brands as well. Like, are you guys looking to be real specific, real, like? I think we have to be honest. Right. Ooh, like transparent. Yeah. Like she was saying. So okay. genuine. And that means that, you know, yeah, Kuyu is a consumer direct uh, brand um, that we can't and probably won't ever sell unless they change their model. But we're still going to tell people it's great gear. Like, Absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it really is, you yep. know, and 
Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know if is Numa going dealer or are they consumer direct they only? Mainly they were con consumer direct. They're mainly consumer yeah, direct. Same thing. Like when you have great gear, we owe it. Number one, whether it's an outfitter referral or gear or whatever else, we have to tell our members members first right like Always. we want you to have the best hunt you can have the best outcome you can have and sometimes that gear is something that we might not be able to sell we're okay with that like we're right. still consultants first and foremost and that means sometimes it's we're going to tell them to buy a piece of gear that they can't get from us that's good that's okay yeah because you'll keep their trust other brands stop doing that when they go you know when they add e-commerce and I think the authenticity kind of ebbs a little bit, and we don't want to do that. That'll add up for the long run. So you guys will have several of your, basically your squad's gear list for specific hunts, yeah. and you'll, everyone's take on it. Now you're going to have to ramp up gear reviews and video. and I mean, it's just good job. You just perpetuate a lot of work, but <laughs> honestly, it'll be worth it. <laughs> it you'll be helping people. It'll be a fun part of the adventure. I thought she was going to talk about We have a new app that we just launched. It's free, um, uh, both Google Play and iOS. It's a super helpful tool for tracking, de draw deadlines, that kind of stuff, and keeping you in the know. So we recommend that, but we're actually working on an upgrade to that where you can actually manage your online application portfolio. I need where you guys. you can have your social security or all that stuff because we already have all the clearance for all that in our own our concierge department. And so we want to build it for DIY people who are doing their own applications, who are doing family applications, and you're you're scrolling through your email trying to figure out what was my son's username on this oh, on, the, on Montana's website, wow. what's his social security number, what's his driver's license, all that. So we're building an, an in-app portion of that where you can manage all of your online applications straight from your uh from the app jared how long have you been with hunting full now uh going on five years you're making some you're doing good man well, but, how long, fun. but how long have you been involved in hunting full yeah i've been a member for almost 20 yeah so you recite stuff a long time ago yeah you recite stuff so fast that uh i have to it's just cloudy my memory's not like yours you gotta you're sharp man you got like at least when it comes to this hunting full stuff, <laughs> yeah. you you got it like right there. You've been doing it so long; it's it's awesome to see that. So, all right, guys. Well, we'll give. You're on social. What's your Instagram? It's super hard, Jared Lyle, but Jared spelled weird. J E R R O D. And That's then the only way to spell L -I -L -E. Jared. L I L E. Oh no, my wife. Well, I won't say what my wife says that name is. That spelling supposed <laughs> I can't say that on the podcast, probably. But, uh, Can, anyway, you said yeah, your wife. Yeah. Ruthie, if you're ever listening. She's the most beautiful woman on the world, dude, inside she, and out. She's amazing. Can yeah. I just tell you? Yes. Seriously? No, she is. I have always enjoyed being around her anytime yeah. I can. She's so genuine, so legit. Yours is at follow her arrow. Yes. And Braxton's is at. Follow his arrow. Oh, that's so cute. It's so cute. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> they then, held hands and skip into the sunset. <laughs> Jared? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's at hunting underscore. Full? No. Or H just. So it's hunting with no G. No G. Hunting full underscore official. Official. That's cool. That's right. We're finally official. I love We've it. We've arrived. Cool. <laughs> All right, guys. If you on X, guys, go check out that. Go peep it. If you're not, go get involved. And uh, if you want Jared's cell phone number, just call me. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, Dan. See, guys, I told you that was a good episode. Uh, you just kind of know when you know. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's a good one. So thank you to Jared. Appreciate you, buddy. Someday we'll share a campfire, I do believe. Jessica, thanks for coming to Elk Shape Camp. You were uh, just amazing to have in that vibe. Shout out to that Utah camp. Uh, that was one of the favorite camps I've ever done based on just the people that showed up. Uh, Baku hooked up an amazing experience for those guys. We were at Weaver County. 
the facility was amazing. Then West Haven CrossFit was giant and huge. We had it all to ourselves. Uh, very memorable weekend. Uh, Elk Shape Camps 2022. I'm like literally hopping off this cast here and I'm going to be on the phone all week trying to book only four locations for 2022. So instead of just having 20 people at a camp, we're going to open it up to 50 per camp. I do think they'll sell out. I think word's getting out that this is an elk hunting camp, but we disguise it as that as we're going to get you into elk shape. We're going to teach you how to become a better elk hunter, but actually we're going to catapult personal development and open up a whole new world for you. So it's a personal development camp and don't get it twisted. This podcast is definitely uh, just one of my favorite things I get to do on digital media. I want to give a shout out to Crispy USA. We were just over in Utah and we filmed some really cool content with Black Ovis, Camel Fire, and Crispy. They got a whole bunch of new boots. People ask me all the time, which boots do you like the best? I don't have an answer for you, but I think I think the Colorados are going to be what I elk hunt with. I'm going to use those new Ativa mids for antelope hunting in that early season, but for all around September, it's going to be the Colorados. And then as the weather starts to come in, I'll probably graduate to the guides. Uh, Crispy's awesome. No break-in period. Um, board lasting. If you don't know what that is, check out the podcast we just did with Kendall Card, the man, the myth, the legend, and it's called Boot School. And I think it's a very important podcast, regardless of what brand you choose for boots, that you understand how boots are made. Speaking of Black Ovis, I have a discount code. It is Elk Shape. And it will get you 10% off your order. Some exclusions apply. Check it out. Northwest Retention Systems. This is the chest holster I use for my uh, bear spray. I call it gun spray. Uh, But I do use bear spray as well. And I'll be bear hunting while you're listening to this podcast. And I'll have uh, basically my 40 right on my chest underneath my marsupial chest rig. So check it out. They do have an elk shape specific one. But if you use the discount code elk shape, you'll save 10%. And you'll get free shipping and handling. Holla. Uh, the Elk Collective, the discount code for that virtual digital elk hunting course is all one word, the Elk Shape Podcast. That'll save you $25 off. And we are adding all the content from this year's camps as I can edit it. And there's a ton. There'll probably be upwards of 150 videos by the end of June. So check that out. And you Black Rifle Coffee people, we just did a tour with Black Rifle. Uh, met with Evan Hafer, went over coffee chemistry and saw their facility in Utah. Uh, if you haven't already, use the discount code Oakshape. You'll get 10% off uh, your Black Rifle. Actually, scratch that. It's 15% off. Maybe you'll become a coffee club member. I don't know. And lastly, Vortex Wear. Discount code is Oakshape. Get 20% off all their training gear for hoodies, tees, shorts. Their shorts are awesome, by the way. No joke. Uh, check out that discount. I appreciate you guys. You got a lot of choices when it comes to podcasts. Do me a favor. Tell a, tell a friend about Elk Shape. We're all about killing elk and becoming better people, and that's what it is. Summer will be here before you know it, friends, and that means separation is in the preparation. Make sure you're doing a little bit of something every day to make September a little more fun and a little more successful. We'll catch you on the next one.